You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Grind Season uh, on the free Odyssey app. Uh, you can get us on Spotify. You can get us live. Uh, Sane's got us innovating always. Appreciate you guys that have hopped on this season. So much more than you know. Um, I think this is going to... This is going, man. Saint was saying getting us the backgrounds and everything else, bro. You done brought you done brought us out of the caves pretty fast. So yeah, man, we ain't playing with y'all out here, man. Hopefully, we'll continue to innovate and grow. Uh, I got and, the Bruce Leroy green glow around me right now, though. Shout out to uh, the Last Dragon. Yeah, it does the look green like Bruce screen technology. Yeah, I got. That I don't glow. have. I don't have the glow because I don't. You gotta get. I mean, you gotta get that green screen. My green screen up. That's why I got yep. that trailer. Um, Luke Kennard all of a sudden feels like a pivotal. Storyline in this series because mm-hmm. as Saint touched on, as we talked about last night, you saw uh, Luke Kennard play just 18 minutes, limited because of a shoulder sting that runs into LeBron on the screen, but makes a uh, while he's in Grizzlies uh, led by 26, outscored the Lakers by 26 points. That plus minus jumped off the page at you, and it did right. uh, because of how much better that offense was with him in there. Um, I don't think any of us had expected it to look like that, where, sure, Jaron at center, but where you got Tyus and Luke out there with John Bain, it's essentially four shooters uh, in a way, technically. I mean, I I guess if we're counting counting, uh, Jaron Jackson in this instance, four shooters around Ja kind of opens things up. Things have gotten bogged down because Dylan Brooks continues to brick threes and take shots that that, that the Lakers give him. And and in doing so – it, it's packed things in. It's made it easy. Luke's presence alone uh, helped loosen that up because you're talking about the best three-point shooter in the league. So um, do you think he plays? I got two different opinions sort of, and, and I want to throw them at you, of two columnists that were in that locker room last night. One, Jeff Calkins, who said he wasn't inspired uh, exactly with confidence by the tone that Kennard used about his status and, hey, would you be able to go? Uh, my man Giannato, who I talked to on his show, uh, Jeffrey Giannato uh, on nine two nine, he said he didn't. He just thought, you know, that Kennard was just talking and didn't really put any extra stock in it. Um, shoulder stinger, you know. We're not doctors, but do you think he uh, he plays on Friday? Do you think he's uh, available to go? Yeah, if we're talking about a shoulder stinger and that's it, yeah, I think he's playing. I mean, if nothing else is going on, I think he'll be fine. Got to remember, like you said. Luke didn't make a lot of threes. He didn't even take a lot of threes. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> but if he's out there, I think if it's a pain tolerance thing, he'll be out there. Um, you know, even even if he can't really, you know, take a lot of shots or whatever. And teams are going to defend him just off his reputation, whether he's hurt or not. So I think, um, like you talked, you asked the question: Is Jaron Jackson Jr. a shooter? You know what I mean? You threw that out there, and the answer that to me, the answer to that is yes, because teams will defend him like he's a shooter. Yeah. That's really all that matters. Our mm-hmm. guy's gonna get out and defend. This guy you got out on the wing. Dylan Brooks, they weren't. They were leaving him extremely open. They were guarding him like he was Tony Allen back when he was here. 
And he is playing into the hand, saying he's playing right into it. Yeah, and it's crazy how we talked about with Dylan how. Oh man, Dylan's trying to go LeBron. And both of us are like, nah, that ain't happening. Like LeBron's gonna do what he wanna do. But he's the one that they played that right into his hands. You know what I mean? Even when LeBron came over and was like, hey man, make some shots. That was mind games. <laughs> LeBron said, Yeah, man, make some shots, do your job. And then you know, then you can then you can come at me. And you saw Dylan go out there and take shots and miss more shots because LeBron knew that's what he was gonna do. Bro, he and says he's gonna take more. LeBron's still winning the mind games. He said right. there's gonna be a game where he hits three or four of them. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's I definitely do want to see Luke out there instead of Dylan. And this is what frustrates me too. Like when Coach Jenkins basically was sitting on the whole, you know, it was obvious that he was not playing Luke because Luke isn't the best defender. And I get that. And I'll throw another player out who is not as good as a shooter of as Luke Kennard, but D'Angelo Russell, one of the worst defenders in the entire NBA, has been unplayable to the eye. The Grizzlies have been, you know, seeking him in pick and roll actions the entire series. Whoever his man is, they're attacking him. That's been happening the entire series. But He's Coach Darvin Ham knew. I need. I, we're down nine. We need some. We're down seven. We need some buckets. One, two, three straight threes in a row. Daniel Russell knocks him down because he's a scorer. He he's one of those guys who's not afraid to take big shots. And he made three big shots the other night. Sometimes you have to take the sacrifice within within the flow of the game. You got to find a way for these guys who aren't good defenders to get out there and score. John Moran isn't a good defender. He's on the floor though. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I get it, understand that. But a guy like Luke Kennard can literally change the series. He's almost, he was almost plus 30. I think he was like plus 26 or something like that last night. That's why I like yeah. the point early, saying Not falling into a, you know, waiting till you're in a hole to use them when yeah. stop become even more critical, but deploying them early. Maybe, maybe and listen, I kind of bucked at it when uh, Jeffrey Wright asked me, but but I'll ask it to you just because the more I think about it, the more I want, and the more I look like look at Dylan Brooks, and the more I, that I say, is this man even following the game plan? Should they just start him? Should they just start Kennard, or is it a deal where, hey, man, if, if Brooks doesn't make the first one, you can pull him after a couple minutes? Because what you don't want to do, to your point, is way too late. This Lakers storm is coming the first mm-hmm. quarter. Now you need stops in points, and, you you know, you got Kennard and Jai out there, and it's tougher to do that. Should, should they just I'm start Kennard over Dylan at this point? I'm going to tell you what I would do. I would not start Dylan, but I also would not start Luke Kennard. Okay. I would do, I would do a total – curveball that the Lakers I'm, may not be expecting. I'm listening to this. What is it? Who, Rod? I would start Santi. Santi. Game. I would start Santi in game six because he's going to yeah. be a matchup problem for somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would put him out there. They kind of got to guard him. He can knock down those threes too. And I just think he could just kind of mix things up a little bit in a way the Lakers may not be ready for because you're talking about guys a true seven-footer. If you can get him going in some type of way, I just think I just say why not just throw a curveball just to see how the Lakers respond to a third big being on the court, a, a big that's kind of versatile. You I'm all I mean? curveball right now, saying because that curveball right. worked in game five. I like curveball, right. especially if it's something that causes like if AD says, "Okay, I got to guard one of these dudes." Okay, LeBron says, "Okay, I'll guard Tillman." Then AD say, "I got to guard either Jaron or Santi," but you got Santi out there at the three point line. You got Jaron at the three point. Now AD's like, "Oh shit, well where do I go?" You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? You could do something like that could happen. But to your to your question, yes, if Luke Kennard is available, I would 100% start him in this game just to switch things up. I would like to see Santi too. That's why I threw it out there. But we all know. Santi played pretty well off the last one. Yeah. And then weirdly, exactly. we didn't see, we didn't see Rodney. That's what made me think about it. 
Yeah, that's what made yeah. me think about it. You might want to do some some weird lineups with Santi, get him on the court more, even in the position that's not a natural position. But I would start Luke Luke Canard uh, over Dylan Brooks, but we know that uh, Coach ain't doing this shit. Nah, you you know Dylan's gonna start, man. And, and it's crazy, it's crazy that you know you know he's gonna do that. But I'm not mad because I, I I am confident that Coach sees that um, that Dylan he saw it. You know that Dylan sat for. Most of the third quarter, he came back in the fourth quarter after the Luke Kennard injury. But I think the coach sees and he knows that uh, that playing Luke works. For sure. Well, if he didn't see it with his own eyeballs, I'm sure he, he saw the quote from Dylan afterwards. He asked about from our man to Michael Cole from the commercial field about his shooting struggles. said, it's been challenging. I'm used to a certain standard for myself. One of these games, I'm going to break out for three or four threes and change the game. That tells me this brother still thinks he's individually – the difference maker gonna come out and take another twelve to two for ten. Be damned! Right, he's gonna win game six. I'm not gonna let a man like that that's out here on his own, Mad Max, and sink me. It's not happening. So Taylor, you better pull him again tomorrow. Uh, you let Dylan Brooks sink you, and man, that's on you at this point because Dylan is what he is. He's shown us that man is playing for the Lakers. Dylan Brooks plays for the Lakers. <laughs> And uh, and I'm telling you, bro, we joked about this earlier. Like, when we talk about where Dylan's going to end up next year, I don't think he's going to play for the Grizzlies. I I have the Lakers as a team that Dylan could play for. What guy? What every guy that has been a antagonist to to LeBron James has ended up playing with LeBron. Same thing with Kobe. They remember these type of guys. These irritants. You know what I mean? So I, I would I could totally see. You tell me he's playing for the Lakers. I can see him playing for the Lakers for real. Like it's he's the type of guy that that those type of guys covet. You know what I mean? So when he decided but, uh, to dress like the uh, to like that pimp, remember a couple of weeks ago he came yeah, in yeah, yeah. with the hair down. Yeah, that's when it was over, bro. Yeah, you knew it was over. <laughs> Man came by a shot. Right. Was supposed to be our best defender on the perimeter. Been replaced by Xavier Tillman. We're going to drive them to the airport. We're going to do a grind season escort to the airport for Dylan oh, Brooks. It wheels in air. We're going to have to free agency and out of here. Love <laughs> Dylan, and it's with the utmost respect. But, bro, you have shown that you are out. Like, you out for real. You made it ugly and nasty now, man, because it's like the fan base is just totally against them. They were here this, this time of year also uh, as far as Dylan. And it's just the numbers just don't lie, man. Like, we're just better when he's not on the court. And then we've seen Tillman do a better job of guarding LeBron. LeBron shot, like, something, like a real bad percentage just overall yesterday. He was having a lot of problems with Tillman altogether. And yeah, he hates Tillman guarding. Five of 17 LeBron was. One, he wanted to stay there and shoot his threes. One of, went one of nine from three. You know, just sit and there. If we and get say, out of this series, if we find a way to get out of this series, it may, be, it may look a little different against Steph Curry. With Dylan, but man, we saw D Dylan acting ass last year and get kicked out of a game, you know what I mean, and get suspended. You know what I mean? So it's gonna be tough, man. Um, I'm just excited we're in game six situation. They took care of the business yesterday, look free, loose doing it. Uh, the game got a little tighter than it needed to be at a certain point in the fourth quarter, but they opened it back up again in the fourth quarter as well. Um, LeBron and them look tired, man. Them dudes was looking, they're about to turn around after one day's rest and turn around and play another one. So I'm hoping we can uh, lean into that. But I hope hope Luke Kennard is fine. That's the biggest part, that he's healthy, that he can get out there and go. But I believe if he's able to do that, that we'll be fine.
Because yep. 